and we're back. This episode will be focused on the off season. I'm here with Avi Soap, Carlos Hello, everyone. and obviously I'm I'm gonna this is uh, this is gonna be focused mainly on what happens after the Super Bowl. We just did the Super Bowl episode. We'll see what happens in the Super Bowl, but right now we're gonna be focusing on what happens after. Uh, let's first start off with the biggest biggest headline here. Obviously, up until this point is obviously well. There's two headliners. I'm gonna start with the obviously controversial one from the last like three years, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, do you think he gets traded? I think the answer to that question depends on if Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded. It's true. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors that'll go into that. The Packers... Well, well can the Packers prevent a rebuild? Uh, I mean, it's tough. I mean, they still have tremendously talented players on their roster. Some guys that are still young... I mean, I think Jai- it's mostly on the defense, honestly. I mean, Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander, uh, Rashawn Gary. I mean, they do have a lot of talent on that defense. On offense, it really comes down to a great running game, a star-studded receiver who's a free agent that I'm not sure if they can really afford to keep. I mean, that's the issue. I mean, they're obviously going to try to keep him. It's just how. Right. I mean, currently the Packers have the second lowest amount of cap space, which is negative $50 million. Just, just, just ahead of the Saints. Yeah, <sighs> which is negative $76 million. But I mean, but, uh... if, if they want to give this another run, it will mean taking sacrifices down the road. It'll mean restructuring contracts, uh, converting contracts into signing bonus, spreading that cap hit, cap hit over the next few years. Which It'll is be what tough. we saw the Saints do. It'll be tough, but it could work. It's doable. But if, if you're going to franchise tag Devontae Adams at whatever that number is, and that number's full cap hit, what are you doing with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, currently Aaron Rodgers' cap hit this year is $46 million. I saw that. That was... $46 million. Then you've got Zedaria Smith at 27, Bakhtiari at 22, Preston Smith at 19, Kenny Clark 20. I mean, to have five guys at over $20 million, including a quarterback who's more than double that, and that's before having Devontae Adams. They'll really have to make those numbers work. Can it be done? Yeah. We, the cap is a We've myth. We've seen the Saints do it. The cap's a complete myth. Yeah. You, can, you can manipulate the cap however you want. If the Packers want to sacrifice two years down the road in order to go for it one more time, I think 100% they should because your window, as long as you have Aaron Rodgers, is open and your window when you don't have Aaron Rodgers is closed. It's a quarterback's league. We've seen it time and again. We've see it, we see it now with the playoffs. The only chance that a team has to win a Super Bowl and, and make it at least as far as the Super Bowl is if you have a Super Bowl-quality quarterback. And unless you've got one of those top eight guys... Top 12, I'd say. Yes, unless they're playing like a top eight guy. Like we saw Kyle Shanahan. He could do it with Jimmy Garoppolo, but you have to be... You have to have... There's a reason the 49ers are moving on from Garoppolo after this year. Right, but you have to have a fantastic defense, great running game, and a coach that can maximize the potential of that quarterback no matter how limited that potential is. And as great of a coach that I think uh, uh, Matt LaFleur... Matt LaFleur. As great as a coach as I think he is, I'm not sure if there's any coach that could really make that offense run the way it is unless they have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what's it called? Here's, here's one thing. I mean, I'm going to start off. If he does get traded, I mean, let's start off with best fits. Personally, I'm going to start off here. I think, I think, I mean, the Titans look like an obvious fit. 
And I think Denver will look like the obvious of it. I think those two are clearly the top two, in my opinion, Titans and Broncos. I think if what's called I th- well, let's start off with the Titans. What could happen here? I think obviously Rodgers can be flipped for Tannehill in some sort of in some sort of transaction. But obviously the issue in that situation is would Devontae Adams stay? I would say probably not. I mean, we've heard rumors that wherever Rodgers goes, he wants Adams to come with him. I think there's complications with that if it's Denver, because Denver has invested a lot into their current receiver. I know, board. it was shocking. They, they signed both Tim Patrick and Corlin Sutton to a solid af- extension. And that's after using a first-round pick a couple on years Jerry ago Judy. on Jerry Judy. So do they have the financial capability to add Devontae Adams to that roster? Because I think the Packers... Theoretically, yes, but it's but I think the Packers. But I think the Packers are going to be franchise-tagging Devontae Adams no matter what, because if he's going to go somewhere, you may as well get something for him. Yeah. So to take that cap hit and add it to that team on top of the investment that they already have at receiver, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, what's it called? Obviously, you can do some sort of trade. I've seen some sort of rumors where maybe Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams goes... Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams go for about... I think the scenarios go four first rounds, uh, two second rounds, and I think also Jerry Judy in the trade, which is even like... That's, I mean, that's a, that's a haul, but at the same time, it's... It might be worth it all if it's for a Super Bowl window. But what's it called? Well, it's our, well, what's it called? I think Aaron Rodgers on the Broncos, I mean, it's been a fit for a while. Um, the receiving the receiving game is there. Their defense is there. I mean, really, the team what that team has been missing for the last probably five, six years, since, at least since Peyton, Man- Peyton Manning, has been their quarterback. And with that quarterback, especially, obviously, they hired Nathaniel Hackett, probably specifically only so they had Aaron Rodgers. I mean, let's be real. That's probably worth it higher. I mean, if you're their window, the Broncos' window right now is to get a quarterback. Their only way to do it. Right. So I mean, getting. I mean, obviously they didn't hire Hackett because of Rodgers, but I'm sure a factor went, that went into it was Aaron Rodgers. For sure. And I mean, the Broncos do have 38 million dollars in cap space. I mean, their biggest cap number right now is Garrett Bowles at 21 million, which is manageable. So they are in a position that they can add talent and probably still restructure some deals. But I think if Aaron Rodgers goes to them, they're 100% a top three Super Bowl contender right then and there. I mean, maybe, but I just, I don't know. I just think, I mean, the AFC stacked. If Rodgers goes there, I mean, the AFC is just nuts. Also, the NFC is incredibly weak at the quarterback I mean, position. we're, we're going to get to that after, but what's it called? I mean, just if Aaron, the thing is, if Aaron Rodgers ends up going to Denver, the one big issue I see is Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Right. Allen. The question is, does he want to go? First of all, the question is, does he want to go to a division where he's going to have to compete with Patrick Mahomes every year? Because right now he has a cakewalk to win the NFC North basically every year. Basically every year. I mean, like, I just, none of these teams look like they can take it over the top next year. Not a single one of them. Right. I mean, obviously everyone would love to see the lines, but let's be real. They're, they're still probably at least a year or two behind. Right. Vikings might be moving on from Kirk Cousins. The Vikings aren't there. And yet, if not, if the they Vikings, Kirk- Vikings have a bad cap space situation. And they're not a winning team. So I just don't see the Vikings. I think the Vikings need time to recuperate. The Bears are have a rookie quarterback I'm not so confident in. Their defense is obviously good. But new coach, new system, that offense is very, very weak. Yeah. I mean, uh, A-Rob was basically worthless this, this past year, and he won't be on this team. He won't be on the team this next year. Right. I, I mean, I think the only that. offensive pieces that you have around Justin Fields is probably... Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. And maybe Montgomery. David maybe. Montgomery. I mean... I just don't. I but Mooney is not even a top thirty receiver. David Montgomery is not a top fifteen running. I mean, he might be top fifteen. He no, might. But, but we saw Mooney have some big games, and that was with Justin Fields in a really bad offense, really created and designed poorly, like not around Justin Fields' strengths at all. 
barely any rollouts, barely any out-of-the-pocket plays for him. And we still saw Darnell Mooney put up some really good numbers, so I, I have some faith in him, but that offense will need a whole reworking. But yeah, at the end of the day, the NFC North is the Packers to take as long as Aaron Rodgers is there. I, and, and, there's, and there's no prospects to tell me that that's going to change anytime soon. All right. One thing I want to bring up, if the Packers made a trade, per se, with the Titans, and they got Ryan Tannehill in that trade, I think the Packers are still the number one team in the North. I'll agree with that, and I also think it's a great fit for Aaron Rodgers because, I mean, you can see the similarities. Late in the season, cold-weather games, big big running back to take on the— I mean, on, if the Packers can switch their game to the run game, I think they could still be very good. I mean, I think we saw a lot of that already. I mean, as, as efficient as Aaron Rodgers was— he didn't put up incredible numbers in terms of volume. Like that team relied on the run game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. And AJ Dillon. And if he if he somehow ended up in Tennessee, he's got the AJ Dillon that's like the Hall of Famer level of AJ Dillon in Derrick Henry. It's true, but I just think if the Packers can possibly run it with use Ryan Tannehill, put him with AJ Dillon per se, that's already been a winning formula in the past. They've got that team. That those two that combination has already gone to the AFC Championship. Put them right. in Green Bay. I mean, we've seen... In a the, weaker division, in a weaker conference. Right. And the way for Ryan Tannehill to succeed is through the play action. And you can do that with that offensive line and those running backs. I think for sure. And I think... I just think the Packers... But the what's Packers, the receiver situation in, in Green Bay if that happens? What's the receiver situation in Green is Bay? Is Adams there? If uh, Adams is I not there... I assume not. But what's it called? I mean, Lazard and Valdez-Scaling aren't terrible. I mean, but you could still go out and sign someone. It's not, it's not like after not that... Not for the Packers. You got no cap space. I mean, there's always, still again, there's always still, ways to restructure. Yes, but you're still taking on a cap hit if you're trading Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, mean even, you, could also even get, you could also get a receiver from the Titans. It's not like you can possibly – let's say – how about this? Can you name a receiver on the Titans after A.J. Brown and, and the corpse of Julio Jones? How about this? What if you did necessarily a sign-in trade? You got – what's it called? You, what's it called? You took – you franchise-tagged Devontae Adams, traded both Adams and Rodgers to the Titans – and some capacity of the Titans trade where they got Ryan Tannehill, they also got A.J. Brown, per se. It's a crazy trade. I mean, you're playing Madden here. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy trade. It's just... I'm just saying, that, if you're... Would that if you're, be worth it for the Titans, do you think? Yeah, of course. So... so any, not, tra- any trade where anybody is, is acquiring Aaron Rodgers... So if Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers forces, his way, forces his way out, it's not so much Madden anymore. It's actually realistic. Yeah, but I'm saying when you're adding other players and the cap implications, it's probably a lot more complicated than, than the average fan. But as like you said before, the cap is basically a myth. Yeah, it is. But you're still looking at a $20 million dead cap hit, even if you're trading in post-June 1st. So Fair. there will have to be a lot of work Brian, by Brian Gudekunsk, but it's possible. All right. So let's, let's finish with the Rodgers there. Let's, start, let's go back to all right, Tom Brady. I'm not going to focus on Tom Brady right now. Obviously, he had an amazing career. There's nothing to say. First ballot All-Famer, greatest of all time. The effect of Tom Brady leading the NFC is just ginormous. There's no one there. The best quarterback in the NFC is Rodgers, obviously. For now. For now. But after that. But after that, who is it? Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. It's one of those three. I just don't know. It's probably Stafford, followed by Dak, followed by Kyler. But, I mean, there's there's no clear-cut one. And, I mean, even – but just, like, compared to the AFC where you have – Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. The list goes on. I mean, like, it's just like it's a the NFC is a desolate wasteland. Who do you think ends up in uh, in Tampa? Who do I think ends up in Tampa? It's a great question. Obviously, I've got my answer. Obviously, I mean, 
I've I've had a tough time figuring out Tampa. I've, I have some names for other teams. I actually, uh, but we'll not we'll not go into that. I'll, who who do you think is going to end up in Tampa? I think it's Jameis. I think Jameis. Really? I think Jameis. First of all, he's a free agent. He's I I don't see him going back to the Saints. I think the Saints. I have a better fit for Jameis, but I'll tell you after. He's familiar with that offensive system. He's familiar with Bruce Arians. He's familiar with Mike Evans. He's been there before. And I think that team, with their defense and their weapons, I don't know if they can re-sign. I uh, guess the, she never had that defense, but still. But uh, I just. But he, I don't know. But did he have a run game that he could rely on? If you, if you make him, I, I don't think you can really know. make Jameis Winston into a game manager. But if you hand him that offensive line with Tristan Wirfs, you give him a running back. If you bring back Leonard Fournette, you keep Mike Evans there. I'm not sure what else you're going to have after that. And that defense. That defense is very good. It's a, right. It's a top five defense, probably. Look, I don't think they can rely on Kyle Trask. Do they go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, we've never seen Trask play. Right. So, like, you never really know. But the thing is, Garoppolo versus Winston. Garoppolo, I mean, Winston's, Winston's obviously the better passer here. I mean, we were probably better off with a safer game manager like probably. Garoppolo. Yes, that's probably true. I mean, I mean, I don't think James Winston's is a fit just based on what's it called. Just based on, like, his, his history in Tampa. Where it's led, I just I don't like I don't like the reunion there. I really don't like it. But I mean, if I, if Brady didn't want to go to Tampa, does Jameis even leave? I, I think so. Yes, I think so. I think they were bound for divorce, and they were lucky they got Brady when they did. Um, one fit I like Jameis. Um, I was gonna mention this later, but uh, I guess since we got to Jameis now, Pittsburgh. I love that fit. I mean, I don't know the, what Pittsburgh's like, going to do. As big of a mess as the Saints are, Pittsburgh is not far behind. I mean, they have they have cap space though. They have about what is it, thirty one million? I think. Let me double check. I'm pretty sure it's around thirty one million. They can sign. They can for sure. Thirty one million. They can they can for sure sign Jameis Winston to like a not a crazy contract. Put him on an offense with Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, a lot of guys. And a solid defense. Obviously, the O line's an issue, but you, but again, thirty one million, you can still make That's stuff happen. That's before Roethlisberger's off the books, so it could be up to forty one. Wow! So I just I think James Winston's a good fit in Pittsburgh. I mean, a guy coming off his off a torn ACL playing behind that O line. Again, you can add stuff to that O line over the offseason. You need to add five starters to that off, off to that offensive line in the offseason. I know about five, but again, the O line like you can. By having two more players, it makes the two good players at least. I think it makes the rest of the the rest of the O line better. Look, I think the Giants should be taking offensive line at five and seven. I still don't think they'd have a great offensive line. That's a fair point, but um, I don't know. I guess that's the difference between the Tampa and the Pittsburgh, the O line. But what's it called? I just think there's just a much better shot. I mean, I just think Jameis like he need. I don't think I don't think going back to his roots in Tampa helps. I think I think Pittsburgh's a great fit with Mike Tomlin, a good wide receiver core. A defense, like, we'll see. I mean, obviously that aligns an issue, but that's that's the only issue I see. That's really the only one. Right. Um. All right. Another one. Another quarterback I'm gonna bring up is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um. Obviously, obviously it's hypothetical, but I think Garoppolo has mentioned before that he wants to go to a winning situation. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't I know. love the chutzpah. <laughs> that man has had the luckiest <laughs> career. First of all, gets drafted into New England, gets to sit and learn behind Tom Brady, then gets to go play for Kyle Shanahan and play with a team with a fantastic defense, great O-line, great running game, 
a fantastic tight end receiver. I mean, he's really had everything handed to him, and now he has the chutzpah to say, oh, I couldn't win a Super Bowl with all of that around me, but I want to go to a winning situation. I mean, what's it called? I mean, I think I see a situation for him that actually makes a lot of sense. All right, what is it? Denver. Yeah, similar. but I mean, how, how different would he really be from, from Teddy? Like he's no, I know. Like I, I, no, not much at all. Right, so if, but if, if, Denver, but if I'm just mentioning he's gonna move. Point. He's gonna move. What he's gonna move somewhere. I just think Denver's clearly the most logical place. If Rogers, what do you think? A, what do you think a team has to give up to get Jimmy? A two, probably two. You think it's worth it to go from Teddy to to Jimmy? I, is, is Teddy free agent? Uh, I think Rogers is free agent. Let me look. I'm not hundred percent sure about that, but even so, I. I don't know. I thought I was seeing rumors about Bridgewater to Tampa. And I don't, I don't think I don't see Teddy getting a starting role anywhere. I don't know. I think just Jimmy Garoppolo in Denver, where he's gonna have solid defense, good run game, perfect perfect situation for him basically to be a game manager. I think that makes a lot of sense. And a team that probably needs a quarterback. Right. No, I hear you. Um. So yeah, that's that's how I see it. So at least I mean that's the quarterback carousel for the most part. I mean. Obviously, Panthers probably still need a quarterback. Tampa, New Orleans, possibly the Commanders, which still still feels weird out of my mouth. I think they'll be aggressive in getting a quarterback. I don't know if it'll be. I mean, look, they're I, a great fit for Jimmy. I yeah, I thought that also. I just think Denver's the better fit. I think. I think Denver's the best fit for Jimmy. But uh, the Commanders could one hundred percent potentially be a fit. I mean, they're similar in the fact that they both have really good defenses. I mean, Tyre McLaurin's probably better than any receiver on Denver, but but I don't think Denver has much. But Denver has much better depth. I think the running game is pretty strong in both places. I think it's better in Denver. The running game. I mean, Melvin Gordon's gone, so it's it's really just Javante versus Antonio Gibson. I'm a big Antonio Gibson believer, and you add JD McKissick on third down, plus a pretty uh, average O line. I mean, Washington at the end of the day was weaker this year. However, they. They have talent. There's no denying. They have talent. And they lost, and they lost uh, what's his name, at the beginning of the year, their pass rusher. Chase Young. Right. I mean, it wasn't the beginning of the year. It was somewhere in the middle. It was like week seven to ten. I'm not okay, sure. Okay, early part of the year. But um, what's it called? I mean, yes, Garoppolo and the Commanders could be a fit. And obviously, Fitzpatrick's free agent, and you probably aren't going Heineke again. No, no. Heineke could stay 100% as the backup, and I think the team would be fine with that. I think they'll probably look either the Jimmy G route. I, I don't think they look the rookie route as much because I think they... There's no rookies that really look like... It's a, it's a weak draft. They're also not picking high enough to get the top guy, if, whoever that would be, if I don't they even wanted know who one. Would be. They're also more so in the position where they would want to win now and not develop a guy, whereas the Saints would want to start that clock now and develop somebody and have a quarterback on the rookie wage scale. I thought maybe that, Kenny Pickett would make a lot of sense in, in uh, New Orleans. I mean, Kenny Pickett has been probably the best, I mean, rookie quarterback. I mean, well, college quarterback this year. But the biggest issue I've seen is that the time it takes him for him to get the, for get, time it takes for the ball to get out of his hand is just, it's a lot. I think it was him that I saw a lot of comps to Derek Carr. So, I mean, if you're looking at Derek Carr, you're looking at a pretty high floor, pretty low, low ceiling. ceiling. So it depends on the team that's getting them. But again, I think teams like Denver and... So you never know. You Washington, never know. but they're but they're in win now mode, and I'm not sure if they're going to be looking to develop a guy and wait for that payoff in a year or two. 
Yeah, I hear that. Especially when you have guys like Jimmy G available, where your ceiling's not super high, but then again, I don't think I mean, Garoppolo super... to the Commanders does make sense. It does make sense for sure. Either there or Denver. I mean, the difference, but again, the difference between Washington, even though you may consider Denver the better team, the difference is the conference and the division skin. Denver's playing with the Chargers and Chiefs, while the Commanders are playing with the Eagles and Cowboys. Right. I just think there's a big difference. Yeah, no, I'm with you, 100%. And I mean, also, what's it called? Also, also the Commanders have the Giants versus the, versus the Raiders, which right. is also a major difference. Right. So, I mean, you could, you could make that argument that even so, the winning situation is pretty similar. Right. Do you want to move on to the Giants? Uh, we, we can move on to the Giants. I mean, personally, I think they're a mess. They, nothing, their cap situation is just like, it just shows how really the mess is. Like, it's, just te- it's just terrible. It's like, how could, you be, how could you be winning so few games with a cap that's negative? I mean, I think how do you, how do you have a, court, a starting quarterback on the rookie wage scale and have, less, have negative $10 million? There's just so many questions about how, how on earth this was like formed. Like, I mean, Dave, like Dave Gettleman clearly did an absolutely horrible job. Here are the other teams that are over the cap and at their level or more. All right, the Saints. Yeah. Which, for years, we knew they were always pushing that but cap. But the Saints were obviously winning. Right. Packers. Were winning games. And with Aaron Rodgers. Cowboys. Were winning games. Vikings. We're, we're, we're winning games. They made some playoffs. Right. No strides, but they, okay. they, a couple of parents. And then the Rams. Winning games. Okay. All teams with significantly highly paid starting quarterbacks. And stars on their teams. Right. Like Aaron Donald or like, or uh, who else is there? Aaron Donald. Uh, what's his name? Who am I the Cowboys? I'm just blanking right now. What's his name? Diggs? No, the Cowboys. Not Diggs. Because Diggs is on his rookie deal. Um, Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, Zeke. Yeah, I that mean, contract could be around for a while. Yeah, that, that's going to be annoying them for a bit. But, um, right. But like right now, you're looking at $27 million for Leonard Williams, $21 for James Bradbury, it's $21 crazy. for Galladay, $12.5 for Logan Ryan, $14 for Blake Martinez. That's crazy. $12.5 for Sterling Shepard, $15 for Adoree Jackson. Adore's Is there Jackson. a good contract in there? No. Is there know. like one good contract in there? No, no. The, the contracts are terrible. So, I mean... I mean, Joe Shane's going to have a lot of work to do. And he said it. Yeah, he you basically have to blow up that entire roster and take like three years off. And it's funny because all the headlines are Barkley. Do they move on from Saquon? What do they do with him? Saquon isn't the, isn't the issue. Saquon's not even top – Is he might even be top 10 in terms of cap hit on this team. But like he's – I don't think he's the issue. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's so many issues on that team. That team can't be competing at least for a little bit. However, I just think another thing is, I mean, the, fo- the off-seasons, I mean, the NFC. Let's go, let's go on to the NFC South now. The Panthers need a quarterback. The Buccaneers need a quarterback. The Saints need a quarterback. And the Falcons are actually negative in cap. And maybe they're still even the best team in that division. Wow. I really didn't realize how bad that division is. It's terrible. I mean, like... The Panthers, I mean, were good to start off the year, but, like, they were just atrocious to end. Yeah, but they're also stuck paying Sam Darnold this year. Yeah, and I mean, but you probably still need a quarterback there. You and do, but then you're paying $18.5 million the, the Saints to ha- the should be rebuilding. I think they will be. And, I mean... They'll have to make some trades. Michael Thomas is probably gone. Turn Armstead's probably gone. Um, how many of those contracts can you, can you trade? Still, however, the Saints probably still have a solid team. And Tampa's without Tom now. 
All right, Michael Thomas, you're taking a $9 million cap hit, dead cap hit, if you're trading him after June 1st. Cameron Jordan, $8 million. Uh, otherwise, it's not bad. Teron Armstead, $5 million. So, like, the dead cap but hit. But Teron Armstead's like, a, what's it called? He's a free agent. Pretty well, sure. He's, uh, he might be. He's on the cap right now for 2022. But, I mean, it could be a dumb year. Um, I mean. I believe he's a free agent, though, but I'm not 100%. Marsh- I mean, Marcus Williams is also a free agent, I believe. Does Marshawn Lattimore stay? Does he get traded? I think Lattimore I mean, stays. a lot of these guys, they got I say Lattimore stays. Does he? I think he stays. I mean, he's got a $27 million cap hit. They've got to do something. So who do you, who do you think gets traded? Like, I mean, who is, who's the most likely to get traded? It's, it's going to be a few of those names, at least. I think... Thomas is probably going to go. If they can get something for him, the issue is his cap hit's so big... Do you have to attach a pick to get rid of him? He hasn't played in like a year and a half. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't even understand what happened there. He was the best receiver, and then suddenly he went off the grid. Yeah, there were a lot of rumors about him being hurt, but the team wanting him not to get surgery so that Drew Brees can go give it one more shot, and then that causing further injury for him and a longer rehab. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of issues there. I think they really do have to. They'll they'll probably just have to blow it up. I think they should go the rookie QB route if there's a guy that they like, like Malik Willis. I'd... There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of low end probably first round QBs. Yeah, but there's some guys that have interesting tools. Like Malik Willis is a mobile, exciting guy at Liberty. Maybe something like Lamar Jackson. Maybe. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if there's gonna be a a, a star from this quarterback. No, class. I don't, no, we don't. No one expects a star, but you never know. Right. Look, they could just punt on QB this year, have a bad year, and, and take a shot at it next year. Sure. I mean, they still have Taysom Hill at the end of the day. Right. They could start Taysom Hill this year and probably win six games. Five games, six. Yeah, six. Right. Maybe so, even seven. But, um, I, I mean, I just think, what's it called? The, the Saints, I mean, another, another thing, factor that we didn't even mention is that Chomp Hayden left. Right. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Drew Brees leaves. He has to play a season with Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill, and he's like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's fair. And that's with that division. Yeah. It just – I mean, that division's just a mess. I mean, obviously, if Tampa could get a normal quarterback, they're probably the best team. That's why I think they could go the safe route with a Jimmy G and be totally fine and, and walk away with that division. That's probably true. I mean, what's it called? But at the same time, Tampa wasn't good until Tom Brady came. I mean, they weren't even good at all. No, Which but when, when Jameis was there throwing 30 TDs, 30 picks, and 5,000 yards, they had a team around him that could win games. But they didn't. At the right, end but of I'm day, saying they, they didn't have... win games, which is why I'm scared to say that Jameis should be going back there. Yeah, but their roster now is better than it was then. Still, I mean, he, he just wasn't winning games with a lot of talent around him. I mean, Tom Brady literally went there because he said the talent's incredible. That's just, that's just how I see it. I don't know. I just... I think if you're going anywhere, I guess you go Jimmy, but still, I, I don't even love that fit. Right. And I mean, Carolina, what do you think What do you, what do you think about Christian McCaffrey? Can he get traded? I assume no, personally, just based on how much they're paying him, and he hasn't played in almost two years, probably. Like, I mean, he's played, in, he's played within the last two, year, two years. He's played, like, what is it, seven games? I just don't know if you're going to find a team that's going to want to give up draft capital for... An injury-prone running, running back. back. I mean, key, where the where the shelf life is just so short. Key running, he, back. key keyword running back. Right, and he just he has a lot of tread on his tires. 
he's had a lot of injuries and he costs a lot of money relative to other running backs at that position. I mean, his cap hit, he's also under contract through 2025. So his cap hit for the following years is 14 million, 17, seven, 17, seven, 13, six. And there's significant dead cap for getting rid of him for the first three of those years. And I mean, we've seen, I mean, we've seen yeah, how replaceable as great as he is. We just see how replaceable that position is. So, sure. I mean, I just don't think you're going to find a team that's willing to do that. I think you're running into the same issue with Saquon Barkley. Although Saquon's not on the same type of contract as Christian McCaffrey. No, he's not. But Which are, is why you, maybe Saquon can be traded. But are you giving up assets for an expiring contract for an injury-prone running back? Not a lot. Right. So then, I mean, are, the, so then are the Giants, who are probably going to try to see what they can get out of Daniel Jones, going to move on from probably their best offensive piece around him when healthy? No. I mean, the thing is, Booker like almost looked as good as Barkley this past year, which is kind of scary. He did, but I mean... So if you could say Barkley's a, a big enough name, get something out of him at least, I mean... I'm not sure if... First of all, we were looking at small sample sizes. We were looking at tons of games without Daniel Jones, without any talent around them. I mean, there were, how many games were there where Galladay, Jones, Tony, and Barkley all played together? What is it, one? Maybe one. I mean, like, And an offensive system that was putrid. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't think we were given a fair shake of what you could see with that offense with a healthy Saquon and a healthy Daniel Jones. Will we ever see that? Probably not with, with a quarterback and a running back that are just so injury-prone. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think you're going to be able to move him and find a team that is willing to give up anything for an expensive expiring contract for a running back that we haven't seen be good for like two years. Yeah. All right, next thing I want to go into is the NFC West. My question is, and I mean, I'm specifically focusing this on one thing and I've, seen, I've just looked at. The Seahawks have, what is it, a top cap space. What do they think it's around $31 million exactly? The Seahawks are sitting at $36.5 mil. Yeah, so what's it called? And that's before possibly moving Russ. He won't be moved. Russell Wilson will not be moved. I'll say this right now and I'm going to confirm this. So does Pete Cowell retire? I don't think any. I you don't think they're any, staying together. I think they're staying together. It's a lot of rumors that they're not. I mean, what's it called? Personally, I think they'll save twenty four mil if he's traded. Is he is he on an expiring deal? Russ. He is right. Russ is not. He's got a thirty seven mil cap hit this year and forty next year. She's so two years left. Two years. I don't know. I just don't see Wilson getting traded at least this year. I, I think it's possible for sure next year on an expiring deal. But with that, that much cap, they can still do stuff on that team. That's how I see it. There's a lot of holes on that team, though. Like, that offensive line is not good. That defense for stretches was terrible. They just paid, uh, they just paid Chris Carson while Rashad Penny just had the greatest stretch of his entire career. The most injury-prone running back. What was the Carson deal? The Carson deal was... What was it? Two for 13... Yeah. Two for 13. It's not too much. I mean, obviously, it's, that's an overpay, but that's not going to kill you. No, it's not going to kill you. But, I, you just, but you also see why you just don't get the second time, contracts to the I just think, I just think the Seahawks can still fill some of their holes and still be a good team. Obviously, the Seahawks, I, just don't, I still think the Seahawks are possibly a good team. I personally also... I mean, I think it's possible that NFC West could have four teams in the playoffs next year. It's I mean, I don't, think we'll ever, I don't think we'll ever see four teams from the same I don't think division. it's absolutely... I don't think it's likely at all. 
But I just see the NFC South and I think, can really more than one of those teams make the playoffs? My no. answer is no. 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 I see the NFC North. Can more one or more of those teams make the playoffs? My answer is no. Eh, Vikings could. Probably won't, but could. Theoretically, maybe. Okay. Slightly better than the South. Then I look at the East. I mean, the East, I think, is the best chance, obviously. The Eagles, maybe. Eagles and Cowboys. Eagles and Cowboys probably look like playoff teams, especially okay. with... I mean, the Eagles aren't necessarily... The Eagles, I don't think, are necessarily a Super Bowl team at all. I mean, if you put them in the, if you put them in the AFC, I, mean, I don't even think they're a winning team. Right. No, so, I, mean, I mean, with their run game, and in that division, they could win nine games, ten games. Yeah. And, I, repeat, do it and maybe the Commanders can do it, too. If they fix their quarterback position, 100%. Maybe they can do it. I mean, obviously they have they have other issues. I mean that that pass defense was atrocious. It wasn't true. Washington. Yeah, it was horrible. So I mean that's another thing you have to fix. Um, but um, still, I mean how how much? I mean the Commanders definitely have some cap space. They do. I'm I'm still stuck on the Seahawks. Bobby Wagner's thirty one. He's getting twenty mil. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams has been a just a bad trade. That's that that's gonna. Oh my god. He's only getting, first of all, they're not in a great cap position. He's getting paid 9 mil this year, but the next three years after that, 18, 23, and 24 and a half. I mean, that's, that's just going to hold them back so much. I mean, also to safety. I mean, you just, I mean, safety is like running back almost of the defense. Yeah, no, it is. 100%. And like, you should. With a longer shelf life. Slightly longer shelf life, but just not as much of an impact, I would say. Yeah, no, 100%. 100% I'm with you. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think they have cap space. They have Russ. who's Russ is still probably easily a top four quarterback in in the NFC right now. Uh, Four? Yeah, for sure. Can you name me me someone better? Again, excluding Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, top five with Rodgers. I mean, let's see. We got Rodgers. And don't got, give me Cousins. And don't give no, me Cousins. No, you got Rodgers. You got Dak. You got Kyler. And you got Stafford. Stafford. I think that's 100% it. Um, there is no one. There is literally no one. Is there not? Wow, that's bad. Yeah. I guess there isn't. There is no one. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's actually feasibly possible that four teams from the NFC West could actually make an appearance in the playoffs. I don't know. I think the Seahawks, I think their window is closed. And it's, and it's, it's just, it's just a matter fair. of whether they've accepted it or not. I don't think they can salvage their current, their current structure in place. Yeah. All right. So we just focused heavy on the NFC. I mean, we can just quickly brief over the NFC North again. Who do you, do you, go, what, do you, what do you think about the Lions? Do you think they still have a shot? Or, to make the playoffs? I mean, what, when do you think they have a shot? It's really, it's I think when they get a quarterback. And I mean, Jared Goff at the end. They, no, no, they no, lost no, no, a no, lot no. of one-score no, games no. this year. No, no. I think Dan Campbell is a fantastic coach. I think the players love playing for him. I think you have some pieces: DeAndre Swift, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown. I think they'll probably draft a pass rusher with their first pick. I mean, they, I think yeah, they, they have to go Thibodeau or Hutchinson, in my opinion. Right. The, the Lions need an X factor. They need someone who's an X factor. Right, but uh, I don't. I don't see them making any real noise until they get a, a, a real quarterback upgrade. For sure. All right, that's fine. And this is probably their last year with, with Jared Goff. I think it will, he will hold the fort. They might bring in a rookie. They might not. They have a second first-round pick, so we could see where that takes them. But I don't think they will. I think maybe they'll wait one more year to see what... I mean, maybe, go, maybe they could actually go someone in the second round. 
maybe get Malik Willis at thirty two, but um No, he's he's going top fifteen. Malik Willis? Yeah. We'll see. I think you'll I think you'll see a team like Washington, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Carolina, any Tampa, of them. any of them. Those are those are the top. I think those are the five looking for quarterbacks. But um, yeah, but Tampa's gonna pick too late. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Carolina's obviously in the top ten, and then you have Saints, Saints and Steelers. Oh, Steelers got in the playoffs, so they're later also. Right. And then I do the Saints have and the Saints have first round picks. So they do. I think they're what maybe at seventeen. Yeah, they have to be like seventeen, eighteen. Saints are at 18, yeah. So the yeah. teams that you're looking at that are realistically looking at quarterbacks in the top 15? Carolina. Um, anyone else? Atlanta at 8. Denver at 9. I don't think Atlanta will go quarterback. Because I think Atlanta's going to see how bad the division is and actually see an opportunity. I, I don't think Atlanta's going to go quarterback. Washington, Not yet. I can Washington, see Atlanta going quarterback next year. Washington 11. I mean, theoretically Cleveland at 13. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, Cleveland could. And that's about it. All right, let's move on to the AFC. Um, just, I mean, the AFC is just, it's just, like, what's it called? The, the AFC is so much better than the NFC. I mean, I mean, it's a new era, personally, in my opinion, after Tom Brady leaves. It leaves, it leaves the NFL to three insane, three quarterbacks in the AFC, I think, personally. Just above, above, per se, Herbert and Omar. I think Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes are the future of the NFL. Yeah, specifically, the AFC, specifically those three. Yeah, no, the AFC is absolutely loaded, and they're going to be loaded for a long time. I, I don't see those guys moving anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is never Mahomes is on a crazy contract. He's only been Kansas City for years. Lamar's going to resign pretty soon, and Josh Allen already did. Now, my question is: Can one of those teams actually trade someone and get an insane haul? Could maybe, could maybe, and I mean, this is very theoretical, and it would have to be. It would have to be a series of trades. But let's say Baltimore, per se. Maybe trade everything you got. Reopen another window, maybe when there's a better chance in the future. After the Bengals and the Bills and the Chiefs have spent everything. You mean trade Lamar? I mean trade everything. Lamar, Jackson, Marlon Humphrey, Mark oh. Andrews. I mean, it's never been done in the NFL, and I don't expect it's it to be done. It's not going to be done. I just think maybe, maybe, and I just, I mean, this is more than it's not going to happen, obviously. No, not with that defense. You got Mark Andrews. You've got us. All your running backs are going to come back and healthy. <laughs> How many running backs are there? Can you even name them? Who do they? Who do they miss? They, I mean, they lost J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Technically, Justice Hill. He doesn't mean anything, but um, they lost um. Who else did they lose? I mean, well, they they also lost Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman. Um, yeah, so you'll be adding... They love you on Bell at a point in time. Yeah, they just took a wide receiver in the first round. They have Hollywood Brown. Uh, I think they're set. I think they're going to be competing. I, I mean, obviously, I think they're the number two team in that division behind Cincinnati still. I think it'll be close next year. I think Cincinnati played out of their mind this year. But the Cincinnati's cap situation is just better. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The Bengals currently have the third most cap space next year. They're sitting at $58 million in space. Yeah. So what's going on? I don't know. I just think obviously the Bengals can the Bengals can go make moves. I mean, obviously I think they've got to get some defensive players and I mean uh, some O line. That has to be the two focuses of the offseason, especially that O line specifically. Yeah, you can yeah. already you can already take a pen and write in at whatever draft pick they have that's going offensive line. I mean, they're going O line. And what's it I mean, at the same time their draft pick's gonna be like what is it, thirty one or thirty two? Thirty one or thirty two. So that's still not an early pick. I still think you they sign an O line. Maybe sign one, one or two defensive players. 
Yeah, I mean and, that's the benefit that you have of having a quarterback on the rookie on the rookie wage scale. You have a quarterback that's worth 35, 40 million making nine and a half mil. And that opens you up to so many possibilities around them. And they don't have any crippling contracts on the books. Like nobody's got a cap hit over fifteen million this year. Yeah. This coming year. Yeah. So now my question becomes does can teams like Patriots, the Patriots, the Colts, the Browns, good teams, can they um can they, can they, what's it called? Can they still, do you think they could, like, do they think, do you think they even have a chance with Josh Allen or any of these guys? To get them? Not to get them, to make, to make it far. With those guys around them? Yeah. I mean, when you have Bill Belichick, you'll always have a shot, but no, it's a quarterback league, and with such a star studded conference with those quarterbacks, it, it, they'll be running that show for, for a long time. And that, I mean, that's going to cause issues. I mean, what does Cleveland do now? I mean, I mean, I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like to be a Cleveland fan and not get one of these guys. Yeah, I mean, those teams will just be looking for those next Josh Allens, Lamar Jacksons, Patrick Mahomes. And, this, and until you find one, realistically, you don't have a shot. And I, honestly, in my opinion, this is the NFL now. The NFL now is based, based the face of the NFL is right now, the three faces of the NFL right now. Are Joe, Josh, and Patrick. Yep. That's my opinion. I think they're the three best. And if any team wants to compete, they're going to have to get someone like that. Or really, or do something maybe like the Rams. And get just an insane team everywhere else with an, abo- with an above average quarterback. And then go find a quarterback. Yeah. So, that's, that's it for this episode. Obviously, a lot of things going to happen this offseason. And we'll see what happens. But it's going to be a fun year next year.